Hello and welcome to the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. This is episode 8 and today is a sound bite. A very, very quick, short piece of just a bit of an exploration of an idea that I've been thinking about recently. And yeah, just put it out in the world and I hope you get something good from it. Thanks for tuning in today. So today's episode is called Unstructured. So I've been having some really, really interesting things running through my head lately. And one of the things that I've learned about myself over the last few years is that I really need unstructured time. Someone very, very wise told me literally five years ago that the more time you spend with others and doing things and giving and working, the more time you need to spend by yourself or switching off, (laughs) switching off and spending time alone or whatever works to recharge and refuel you. And this is some super wise advice. And I'm very, very recently, last night actually read through um, a book that I used to keep and write down some things that I learned or things that people said to me that stuck with me. And I read through this book again, and this was one of the things, and it really stood out to me. And this is why it's so cool when you write down things or you record things that you're thinking about, um, is because you can look back at them and sometimes they can actually maybe aren't so relevant at the time, but you never know, like in the future, it could be something that's really, really wonderful to be able to look back and read. And it actually helps you on your journey at that moment. You never really have much of an idea. And anyway, so this was a really, really cool moment. I read it through and I was like, oh, wow, that makes total sense. It's one of those things that is just a really obvious realization. I have these quite regularly, things that are seemingly like obvious, blatant, black and white, and I often miss them or glide past them or run past them entirely and this one was the fact that like you kind of have to balance it out the more time you're spending out in public the more time you spend in private or recharging the more you give the more you need to refuel and whatever refuels you is is where you um connect in there but it was such an interesting idea and I was like oh that makes total sense total sense And so that's something I wanted to talk about today was this idea of unstructured. And we've talked a little bit about rest before and kind of tacking on to that discussion. If you missed that podcast, what is rest? Really recommend you go check it out. But yeah, anyway, this advice was super wise and I did not listen very well at all. There are so many kind of things I think you can use in the world at the moment to be able to learn more about yourself and whether it's personality tests like oh honestly you could probably list heaps like Myers-Briggs, the strengths finders, all those kinds of ones are such great tools to be able to learn more about yourself or you could read something or um, answer some questions and you're like oh that makes total sense I totally do that or that's something that I really want to grow in because often it can point out things that and speak into parts of your life that maybe you hadn't thought about before, which is really cool. But what I love about those tools is it 
doesn't confine you. It's a tool so you can learn more about yourself and then use that to uh, move forward or learn a bit more about how you work and how you function best. Um, So it's not about boxing yourself in or saying, oh, I'm such and such and this is how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. It's about being, someone used the word transcendent. It's like they're tools to be able to transcend. And I think that's such a cool idea that you're actually moving past them and through them and learning through them, not just, oh, this is what category I slot into for the rest of my life. That's a real shame. I'm going to struggle with these things, you know, forever. No, but like changing your language and going, oh, this is really, really great. I can learn from this. I can grow from this. And when you approach it like that, those things that can help you learn about yourself are such good tools. And so this is one of the things that I've learned is that part of my, how I roll really, is that our unstructured time is amazing. And unstructured time is this idea of, um, I've heard it put white space. So white space in your calendar where there's not a colorful block filling up with something to do or somewhere to be. And I love this time and it's scary for me, I think, because I'm quite attached to this idea that time is something you get done or get stuff out of. Like I see it as something you invest and then you have output. But I don't really want to see things like that. I want to see time as something that's like a collection of some amazing moments that I want to be present for and be able to appreciate and connect with the people in those spaces at those times and enjoy the moment and where life's at. But I often end up running way past all that stuff and get caught up. I find I get quite um, attached to this idea of hits. So when you're achieving something or you're getting something done, it's like a constant hit. Like, And you just want to keep going and keep doing more or getting something done because there's always more to do (laughs) have you ever heard someone say this there's always more to do like I imagine um, my house growing up as a family the house we lived in was one of those houses that we bought and did up over time and there was there's always more to do there's always a garden that could be weeded or a wall that could be painted or something to do and in those moments you have to choose and be like actually I'm not going to do at this point in time and I'm just going to spend my time doing something else and it's such an interesting thing that's kind of shaped how I view time and how and productivity and output and I really want to be able to move away from that to this idea that unstructured time is amazing and it in itself is productive because in a lot of ways you're creating the space for yourself to be able to process what's happening in your life, in your world, without stimulus or goals or timers or meetings or agendas and that you've got this moment where you can 
follow your curiosities and go a place that is really wonderful for you really and can help you reconnect in a way that when you're getting those constant hits and on the run or running late or whatever it may be can't do my whole life I've thought that I am extroverted and I think I am extroverted but someone recently introduced me to this idea that of an extroverted introvert which is so interesting and I realized when I brought in the idea of that oh maybe I do like introvert I can align with some of those things I do need to recharge I can't just go go and go and it's again one of those really obvious things but something that I realized and I was like oh that definitely makes sense okay I need to spend more time by myself and it's coming back to that really great advice that I received right and I found that I was doing more and giving more and even though I might really enjoy what I was doing sometimes it just became draining and exhausting because I was like doing it too much and wasn't enjoying the process because I was trying to fit as much as I could into a small space of time and this is where that idea of input for output becomes really useless and you've got this increasing like I imagine like a a bell curve and you've got the middle of the bell curve is this like optimum space where you've got time and you're enjoying uh, the process and there's some unstructured white space in your calendar so you can recover and process things and recharge and that then enables you to be able to do things to a level like interact with others and be more considerate and give your best or create your best or whatever those ideas are or things that you find you're doing when you are operating at a level where you're kind of in a state of health really at that middle of that bell curve and then the more we push past and the more we try to squeeze more into time and increase the output for how much we're putting in so say you've got an hour and you want to get three tasks done and that's something that's not causing you stress and it's a nice process and you're enjoying it yes stress is good sometimes for growth but we're talking healthy levels of stress not unhealthy levels of stress and that bell curve slowly slowly slides downwards and you find that your productivity although you might feel like you're doing more you're actually overdoing it and draining yourself to the point where you're not actually able to give your best in that situation so really try to notice those things that leave you feeling energized or days that you feel like were really satisfying and that you can go to sleep like often I'll find if I've had a day where it just hasn't been the greatest one of the things I start to notice is I'll stay up later and I'll try to uh, distract myself, do more with the day, whatever it may be. And it's not it's not healthy, but I realize that that might actually be because I don't feel like 
I've gotten enough out of my day which is a bizarre thought because it kind of comes back to that input output idea but it's also helping yourself to love love your life and if you're not loving life it can be really easy just to fill it up with stimulus and try to um, block out how you're feeling and, and not face those patterns or things that you may be seeing in your life and so one of the things that I've started doing is a while ago I started writing down I noticed there were some patterns in how I was operating as I felt like I was going well and I was really enjoying things for quite a while and then I'd hit the stage where I'd overdone it and I'd just done too much and given too much and would get really tired and start becoming a a bit sick and um, wouldn't be eating as well I tend to increase my sugar intake and don't care about my sleep so much I um, go to bed a bit later and kind of distract myself with with constant music and tv or whatever the stimulus may be and I started noticing those things and those patterns and when I notice them now I'm not gonna lie I don't always do something about them but i have become more self-aware of the fact that this is a pattern and I'm in a state of maybe something where I'm entering into a spot where I'm not treating myself as well as I could. Um, Also being kind to yourself in that process and realizing that, hey, mate, sometimes life is hard and that you might just want to tap out for a second. And yes, but also try to face that and acknowledge what's you're struggling with or what you're wrestling with so that you can work through it and then also the opposite of when you're in good health or you feel like you are really enjoying your days or moments or literally minutes whatever it is taking note of those I um, have started taking more photos recently on my phone just of the most random things like I will pull it up now I have some photos of just really bizarre things like when I walk up my stairs in my house there's this little um, painting that I did that sits on the shelf so as I walk up the stairs I can see the painting and it's just of the stars and me kind of lying on a hill but I love it and I took a photo of it because every time I walk up the stairs I really enjoy seeing the painting because it reminds me of a really cool place that I like to go in the evening sometimes after a walk and that for me is something really cool and so I take note of that and I took a photograph or I'll write a little note in my phone or write something down at the end of the day and just taking notes of those moments where you're feeling really good and you're appreciating everything around you and that's something that I find when I'm in a state of good health is not only am I more considerate of others but I speak kinder to myself and I appreciate the small moments in life that are happening like notice the color of the sky all those kinds of things so just notice how you function when you're feeling good and you're enjoying what's happening and then you can kind of use that in a way to try to recreate and uh, use as, as tools to be able to help move you out of a state where maybe you're not using some behaviors or ways of operating that aren't so healthy and won't progress you forward Another thing that's really helped me has been talking 
to other people or literally just listening to their observations about me. And um, I remember a specific conversation and someone was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've noticed you tend to have introverted tendencies sometimes. And it's not that, like, I'm being antisocial or um, kind of avoiding people. It's just sometimes I need to spend some time by myself to be able to reset. And they were like, oh, no, I've noticed that over the years. And it kind of reconfirmed this idea that maybe even though I've thought I've been extroverted my whole life, maybe I am introverted or I have parts of both. And it's not, I don't have to be boxed into one of them and then be mean to myself if I am like, oh, why am I finding this so hard or why is this so draining right now? Or vice versa, why do I just want to see people and connect and have a conversation right now? And uh, it's such an interesting thing to be able to navigate, but that can be another great thing is asking people around you what they observe about you and just being really open to hearing that. You have to be a little bit brave to be able to ask those things and listen and you might learn something really cool because often people from the outside will see things a little bit differently to you, which is such a valuable thing. And they might be able to um, name something or to articulate something that you're feeling or you find yourself um, doing or regularly in your life or your patterns or your habits. And they might be able to say, hey, yeah, no, I can name that for you. That might be useful. I'll give you some language for this thing that you're facing or this thing of how you operate in the world. This idea of rest is something that we've talked about before and I try to rest once a week and often it can be quite challenging um, because I've noticed that (laughs) I literally will go really hard for six days Um, to the point where it's just really unhealthy and then have one day where I'll just kind of crash (laughs) and then sometimes I'll get to the end of this day where I've been resting and just feel like I've just wasted a day and it kind of comes back to that idea of my relationship with how I view time and it's so crazy because I don't think that's how it's meant to work. I think it's meant to be something that reminds me that resting isn't just one day a week. It's actually giving yourself time to recharge and process things every day, all the time. And that resting one day a week is a habit that I really like to have, but it's something that I want to be able to flow out into the rest of my life, not just have one day where I'm like, okay, I'm going to recharge, but having seven days a week where I'm aware of the fact that I'm a human being, not a robot, and that rest and enjoying the moment is really important and you don't just want to do it for one seventh of your life of of enjoying the moment but you want to be doing that all the time and so that rest is something that I really want to be more intentional with about letting it teach me of how to live in the other six days and letting it kind of flow out from that 
And so if you have patterns of rest or habits that you have, um, it's really cool just to ask yourself a little bit and check, like, do I have integrity with this? Is this a habit or something that I have that I just have confined this one day or this one time? And it's not something that I allow to flow out into the rest of my life, which is such an interesting idea because I think habits are such great springboards for how you operate. And they're not just things that happen at a certain time, but they, you would hope, have compound effects on the how you live your life. And I think that's how you get really good habits and routines to stick, is that you see the results from them and you see what's happening and what's growing inside you or how it impacts you or how it makes you feel in a more positive way. And that's how good habits stick. And that's how you get them to stick is you start to see those things. And so our habits and our routines shouldn't just be confined to habits and routines. They should be things that flow out from that. So if I'm trying to eat healthy or maybe clean my teeth more it's not just a case of cleaning my teeth like every day um, morning and night but it's actually the fact that cleaning my teeth makes me feel really good I feel a bit more confident and uh, a bit cleaner like I'm taking care of myself and it's something that flows out into the rest of my day not just that singular moment And so you want habits that are going to help you shape the rest of the moments or the things that you're going through. So for example, in kind of an illustration that I was thinking of was this idea that if I'm resting one day a week and then smashing it and going way too hard the other six days of a week, it's almost like pouring water into a bucket with a hole like you're trying to refuel something in in a car but it's got a hole and the fuel's just leaking out and so no matter how hard you try the system in the container itself or the routine or the habit itself has a hole or isn't actually doing what you'd like it to do and so it's kind of asking that question of like okay Is it worth me trying to build more stories onto this building if the foundation is like whack? You have to kind of address those things and go, are these serving what I want them to be serving? And ask, why do I do this? Why do I spend my time doing this? And if the why isn't translated into what you're actually doing and or how it's operating or functioning then you probably need to ask some questions of how should I be adjusting this Uh, whether it's systems or routines or habits whatever it is like asking is that why translating into the process and and the outcomes as well of what's happening So if you've got a bus system and you've got passengers who you're trying to get from um, one place of town that doesn't have so much access to it to a place of town where people go to get their groceries and everything, so you're trying to connect them so things are more accessible. But your bus route 
isn't actually working for the people who really want to be on that bus and get connected and get to the supermarket and to the town centre. You have to ask the questions of, okay, we've got the why, we want transport to connect people to make things more accessible. Why is our transport not currently doing this? Why is it not serving what we want it to serve? Why is it not achieving the reason we had it in the first place? And that's where you go, okay, and you look at it critically and address it. Okay, maybe the people and the passengers on who or who we want to use the bus, maybe the times don't work for them. Maybe we're running the bus at the times that they're not wanting to go to the town centre or it could be a number of things. But in your habits, in your life, critically analysing those things and asking, okay, is it this achieving the reason why we have it? And if not, what can we do about that or what can we adjust? And it might be some trial and error. So for me, in my six days and my one day of where I do things a little bit differently, in my six days, I may want to spend a bit more time just in white space and unstructured time and giving my chance giving myself a chance to process things that I'm thinking about or things I'm hearing about or taking time to eat a meal um, not standing up or on the go so this is something I really want to work to towards and kind of build so I really challenge you to ask are there spaces in my life that I can do the same thing and use a similar process and just become a little bit more aware of what's happening because life is is so beautiful and there's so many amazing moments and also some really really sad moments there's lots happening in the world right now and in the midst of it the challenge is to kind of be learning more about ourselves and connecting with others and giving ourselves space to be able to enjoy the moment or process the moment whatever it may be but it's so good thanks so much for tuning in today to the scrap paper pioneers podcast i hope it's been really really great feel free to connect with us we're on medium at scrap paper pioneers with some written content of what we're putting up in podcasts have the best rest of your day or evening or morning whatever time of day you're at whether you're at listening in new zealand or overseas and thanks again Thanks so much for tuning in today to the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. I hope it's been really, really great. Feel free to connect with us. We're on Medium at Scrap Paper Pioneers with some written content of what we're putting up in podcasts. Have the best rest of your day or evening or morning, whatever time of day you're at, whether you're listening in New Zealand or overseas. And thanks again.